Hey, thanks for being here. You can get more of these conversations at arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. All right, let's do it. Let's play it forward. These are real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 532 is with billiards champion Jeanette Lee from ESPN's 30 for 30. There you are, Jeanette. You know, people have waited a lifetime to share a conversation with you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my, That's great. My sister played in so many tournaments with you, and and, and when she found out that we were going to share a conversation, I mean, it was, it, it, she goes, do you have any idea? And I go, yes, I do. And I'm so glad that ESPN 30 for 30 is doing something with you so that the world can find out more about your success. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's very, very meaningful. <laughs> well, I mean, you are and, and you were the future of women's pool. I mean, to, to grow the way that you did and the way that doors have been opened today. What has that been like for you? It's been an incredible ride. And it, it, it was a lot of work, but I also feel just fortunate that people were receptive to putting more attention to billiards where it wasn't before and me being part of it was very cool then when you went to it one of the things that my sister brought up and I, I didn't realize how hardcore that you know the game of pool really was i mean going from the bar room to a tournament and then and then to the, to the pro-am she says she wanted me to ask you the question of did you enjoy the bar room tournaments versus the pro-am the pro tour yeah the pro tours yep well it, it all kind of graduates you know you first start playing in the pool room and then you find out about about a weekly tournament. You know, you put in $10 or $20 to play in a tournament, and that gives you some seasoning, you know, some experience in terms of getting beat and dealing with all the different ups and downs that come with competition. Until slowly I was getting better and better and winning some of these tournaments. And then I was winning so many tournaments that it, that – one of the tournaments was a state champion, New York State Championship. I came in second. And so I had never played in a pro event, but it turned out that the person that won the state championship couldn't go. So then I got a shot to take that place. And that was my first pro event. And uh, it was amazing. I came in 17th through 24th. So I cashed in my first pro event. My second event, I came in third place out of 96 players. And it just, it just kept getting better. I just, you know, went from, it took me three years to turn pro and a year and a half to become number one in the world. Wow, wow, wow. To, to have 30 for 30 put focus on you, what, what kind of prep did you have to do? Did, did it give you the opportunity? Is it like writing an autobiography in the way that it's time to share the journey so that you can clear your soul to grow even more? I love how you said that. That that's exactly what it was. They made it very words and pictures. Um, produced the movie and Ursula Liang, and they made me feel very comfortable. And they were like, "We just we just want to be able to tell your story." And so I started telling my story. But they also interviewed my mom, my sisters, my children, my friends, other you know touring pros, Allison Fisher, and. Um, going to pro events and talking to my doctors and they were very, very thorough. I mean, they literally came to my house and took bins and bins of photos and videos of, you know, all the different things that have done David Letterman, Conan O'Brien, whatever, whatever it was. 
I have copies of all of them. The Arliss Show, The Man Show. Um, I can't even remember all the sports, best damn sports show, period. <laughs> well, you, you became a master at branding your image. I mean, with the black dress and the two-fingered gloves and stuff like that. I mean, all we would have to do is look for that black dress, and we knew where we were checking in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that just comes from being in New York and being Asian. You know, we just like wearing a lot of black in New York. (laughs) (laughs) One one of the things that just stuck. One of the things that my sister spoke very highly of is she says, she goes, Jeanette put her children first. Her children were the most important thing. And she goes, I raised my children because I just knew that's how I needed to do it. Yep. To be, That's right. I mean, you, you were effective beyond that pool table. Yeah. That's right. Where, where do, where do It you, was devastating. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, for you to be out on the road like it was, I mean, and, and, you know, from what I understand that when you're on that, you know, on that, on that tour, I mean, in reality, yeah, you are the pro, but you're also under control. Right. How do you how do you deal with those moments where where Jeanette has a life Jeanette needs to live it but she also has to show up because that's the calling. Well, the thing is, is that I you know, of course, as I grew older, I I got more children, and they take a lot of attention because they've always been my number one priority. Mm-hmm. But but I always told them it's not that I. Because there's a lot of wives or husbands that get jealous because their wife or husband is dedicated to pool all the time and the the spouse gets sick of it. But um, I told my children, billiards is, a, is what I love to do. It's not, it's not a relationship like a person. But every time I got to play on tour... It was what I loved to do because I love the game. I love the game till I die. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm telling you, it's so much fun. And you're going to be horrible at first, but we're all horrible at first. <laughs> well, speaking of and that- especially for women, I, wanted, I want them to, like, get out and do things because a lot of times they don't. You know, they won't because they're not, they feel like they're not good enough. But guys, even when they're not good, they'll keep playing basketball or they'll keep playing whatever pool even though they're bad, and that's how they become better. Well, you're absolutely right about that, and and, and I love the way that you are you are promoting women to continue growing forward. One of, one of the things that, that people always remember is their very first billiards house or their first bar, and mine was Q and Caram in Billings, Montana. Where was your very first pool hall? Yeah, my first pool hall was Chelsea Billiards, but my first opportunity at getting known came from Amsterdam Billiards, who actually just had a fundraiser for me. It was very nice. And um, that's Amsterdam Billiard Club, and that's still downtown in Manhattan. And then I also spent a lot of time at La Q Billiards in Maspeth, Queens. And at Howard Beach Billiard Club, the owner there is the one that named me the Black Widow. Oh. Gabe Vigorito, who was the owner of Howard Beach Billiard Club. Wow. I would love to find him. Wow. Well, congratulations on ESPN's 30 for 30. I, I, I just cannot wait to watch how people are going to be inspired by this, and we will continue to watch the sport grow. Thank you. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN, 
Don't forget, and I hope you guys really enjoy I know you guys will enjoy it. Absolutely. It was awesome. Please come back to this show anytime <laughs> in the future because the door is always going to be open for you. Okay, Jeanette? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Talk you, to you soon. You be brilliant, okay? Thank you.